0: ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another week for the show. Yeah, that's right. Uh it's been a week. We didn't do it, it last week. It's one. been two weeks. That 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 was the first episode we have missed so far. It was. We've had some come out late. But that we was have. the first one we've actually missed. It uh, was. I'm gonna blame it on it's the government. Unfortunate, but- even though <laughs> They have absolutely nothing to do with that, but they've done enough shit lately that I feel like we can blame it on them. Uh, I'm your host, John. With me, my co-host, Wombat. How are you doing, Wombat?
1: I'm here. I'm alive. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay.
0: Your your body is Reggie.
1: Yes. (laughs) What's what's your my body is Reggie. Uh, My glowing weak point is that I went on vacation this last couple of days
0: that sounds wonderful
1: yeah i was out i was out by the lake we did some fishing we weren't good at it we didn't catch anything <laughs> uh yeah then we drove like fucking an hour and a half into houston one day and we just we just hung out in houston and that was that was the weekend okay cool yeah what about you john
0: I got my library card, uh, unexpired.
1: <laughs> How long had it been expired?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've tried to get anything from the library, because usually if it's something I want to read, I I buy it, because right. it's something I want to read again. Um, but uh, I was... We are driving around the area, and there was a library that my mom said that I used to go to a lot as a child. And so, I was like, well, I'll go to that library, which is not inside my, uh, library system, so I would have to pay to get anything out of it, which is dumb. Um, stupid libraries. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but went there, looked around, it was beautiful. It's a fantastic library. Um, it's gorgeous. It's like two floors and, like, sweeping staircases and Oh, it's beautiful, but um, was walking through there and I was like, "Well, I wonder if they have this book that just came out that's in the last book of this of this one series." So I went over and uh, sure enough, they had it. And then I couldn't, ended up not being able to actually take it out because I don't have a card to that system, and it would be like fifty bucks for me to get one. Not worth it. Nope. Uh, but then I was like, well. <laughs> I bet my library just has it. So I, I went on to order the book to hold for my local library, and they're like, yeah, your card's expired. You got to come in and get <laughs> it <laughs> unexpired. I was like, damn it. Okay. But now I've, I've gotten the book, and I've, I haven't read it because I need to reread the three books leading up to it just to remember what the hell's going on. Because the three books that were leading up to this are from, like, Twenty years ago, and I read them <laughs> probably ten years ago. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, what like, book is this? <laughs> so, are you familiar with uh, or- *Ender's Game* by Orson Scott Card? Yes. He went on to write three more books following that. Uh, that directly oh. follow Ender. And then he went back and he wrote a sidequel to uh, Ender's Game called Ender's Shadow. It's the same story, but from a different person's perspective. Uh, Bean, from the book. And then he wrote the whole Shadow series, which follows Bean throughout his life. And then finally, he just released a book that brings both of those stories back together. But I haven't read the three books after ender's game for like 15 years so
1: right (laughs) and it
0: supposedly takes place
1: right after that he wrote the uh the the gray of ender's game before before anybody thought to do that yeah yeah okay
0: Honestly, uh, if you wanted to read any of Orson Scott Card's books besides Ender's Game, uh, these ones are pretty good. I'd, I'd say that these are, in general, his better books. I have read probably everything but, like, three or four books that Orson Scott has written. Um... And I
1: imagine he's written a lot. Oh, yeah. Sci-fi authors tend to just yeah, he's, pump out he's
0: books. 50, 60-plus books, uh, and I've read all of them. I used to own all of them. Uh, the problem is, well, there are two problems. One, all of his series are the same. Like, different settings and different, you know, certain different plot points, but at the end of the day, it's all like... Some youth that's able to do more things than other people, and then like it, they, they're all kind of disgustingly the same. So,
1: I mean, th- that's that's also a trend in sci fi yeah. r- writing is that each author has the, the sweet spot they like to hit. Like Heinlein has a lot of like futuristic, um, it's a dystopia, but also everybody's like sexually free kind mm-hmm. of setting. Yeah, Like, in every single one of his books.
0: Yeah, and, and everyone's fascist, but it's good.
1: Yeah, w- sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. He seems to be... He seems to waver on whether he likes fascism or not. No, he doesn't. He weird. absolutely has
0: a hard-on for fascism. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I've read
1: some where it's not, it's not as much of a hard-on. Lies. Lies. <laughs> uh, this is fake news.
0: Fake news, everyone.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I mean, he did write. Uh, he did write Starship Troopers, right? Yes, which is uh just
0: the biggest deep throat on fascism. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is just <laughs> that is just a throbbing penis for fascism. <laughs> uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, like so, that's his one major error: is that all of his books are the same. Um, and that's why I said, like, the Ender series, some of it falls into that category, but they're also the only books that don't. So, that, that's why I say they're his best stuff. Uh, the second problem he has is that he is a devout Mormon. Oh, like, no. Like, oh, no. Like, you talk about he- how Heinlein has a, a, deep throat, uh, for, um, uh fascism orson scott card is just a slot for mormons like he
1: oh boy is he big as, a, as a former mormon as a <laughs> former mormon um mormons who are really into mormonism is, are the worst yeah well yeah
0: yeah <laughs> uh like
1: like if like, you if I you see like... any representatives from utah <laughs> And how fucking weird and crazy they are! I mean, like, or just car- remember they're all Mormons. <laughs> Card
0: Card is like a step beyond that. Like, like he's not even into soaking. Like that's like.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I hate the fact that soaking is a thing. Um, but like because of that, a lot of his books end up having. Uh, Mormon or religious ties to things and those <clears throat> he has written a series about the women from Genesis uh, and what? I have I have not read any of them because <clears throat> it's all like uh, historical fiction based off of the women from the Bible
1: and i mean if you could even call that historical fiction (laughs) considering most of it's meant to be metaphorical yeah well yeah
0: (laughs) he's he's going for like the the actual like historical women not the the like parable women but yeah Uh, uh, oh he's not writing
1: about lot's wife who turned into a pillar of salt no he's not
0: uh like <laughs> leah rebecca sarah uh, uh there i'm not there's no way in hell i will ever read those uh the two worst things i have read from well no there's three there's three worst things that i've read from him one was worm which is just a book where he was dealing with uh his own rape fetish fantasies oh no it's it's like a tentacle monster that invades this girl's mind and forces her to come to him and she has sex with He's it. He's a Mormon into, ent-
1: into hentai? <laughs> yeah,
0: and he she has sex with it in order to save the planet. I... I don't what? know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, That's
1: giving me strong uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer the comics vibes. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, then the other thing that was awful was Woman of Destiny, which is about the first of um oh who's the dude who founded um Mormonism? Joseph Smith. Yes. Uh it it follows it is a again, another historical or fictional biography.
1: Okay. But it, it's it's about based, Joseph
0: Smith's wife? No about Joseph Smith's second wife
1: um I think he was only more
0: married once uh then who's the first one who had who's the other
1: guy that everyone says hold on Uh, Brigham Young was the one who started uh the polygamy shit uh right he was only married once yeah to Emma Hale yeah so it must be Brigham Young uh it says Joseph Smith.
0: His oh, okay. A Woman of Destiny, alternatively Saints. Historical fiction tells the story of the fictional protagonist, oh, fictional protagonist Dinah Kirkham who immigrates to the US and becomes one of the plural wives of Joseph Smith.
1: I see. Yeah, uh he 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 died in Missouri before they were able to start the uh yeah. the polygamy shit. <laughs> yeah that was that was a brigham young thing <laughs> i know too much about mormonism yeah and listen i will still defend them on the whole like getting chased out of missouri thing that was that was a violation of religion uh, of religious oh, freedom yeah. it yeah. was mm-hmm. <laughs> um they're still weird as shit yeah but they shouldn't well, have been chased out of missouri i, I and guess you shouldn't have been assassinated yeah i'll agree with that the the problem
0: with this is that like at that point they were a cult and i you know, yes that we can we can argue until the cows come home about whether religions are also cults or not. but there, there is a significant difference between like an established religion and a cult and at that point mormons were just a cult
1: but the only real difference is the amount of time you've been around yeah yeah yeah. Because, I mean, like, 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 the reason why Nero got away with blaming the burning of Rome on the Christians is because they'd only been around for, like, 60 years or something at that point, and they were just a cult. Yeah. And now they're, like, the third biggest religion in the world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess one of the, so, though, usually cults have something negative about them, and, uh... I guess I I'm not a fan of polygamy, but no, m- I guess, me neither. I guess that's that's me showing my uh, myself in but, this. But again,
1: the- they weren't practicing polygamy in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So the other
0: weirdest and worst thing that I I read from him is the homecoming saga. Uh, it's a five Uh-oh. five series book um, that is patterned on the Book of Mormon. It is. Oh, is
1: it about the say the uh, how Jesus Christ also came like like came over to the Americas and and that it, shit? No, no,
0: it is a sci-fi perfect retelling of the Book of Mormon.
1: Oh, so it does involve that.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, there's... (laughs) Jesus isn't in it, but...
1: uh, But a Jesus figure
0: is. Yes. So, like, (laughs) instead of there being God, there's the Oversoul, which is an artificial intelligence satellite um, that monitors the planet and can do things, and yeah. like, And then they trek across the planet to go to a different planet so that they could repopulate that or it like it even gets the part where um you get to die and have your own planet
1: like, like right that weird ass shit yeah that like, shit is so weird that shit is so weird it is uh does it only have one named woman in the entire uh series no, no, um, no. it's uh, <laughs> not a perfect retelling. No, they,
0: they have names and also multiple wives. Uh,
1: <laughs> we- weird, because that's not really in the Book of Mormon. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, oh, man. So anyways, that was way too much talking about uh, the intro. Orson Scott Card and his yeah. weird
1: fucking beliefs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, at, I have, at this point, gotten rid of almost everything I own by him, except for the Ender series, uh, and I don't... In general, I don't like him as an author now, because of all the rest of the stuff I've read, but Ender's Game is a really good book, and this, this series fills it out pretty well. We're done with this! Moving on! We are! Have you, uh... We are moving on! Have, we, have you watched anything new this week, or read, or listened, or whatever
1: um shit i mean last night i watched a movie called the postcard now i'm not gonna talk about that fuck that i'm gonna talk about this show the bear okay. the bear on hulu okay? okay so the the bear stars uh i don't know if you've ever seen shameless but uh the 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 older brother character in shameless for people who've seen that Uh, he's, he's the main character in this. And he's this, like, he's this, like, superstar chef. He, he used to work at the, the biggest, the the best restaurant in the world. Uh, they, they say multiple times he was named Food and Wine's best chef. Uh. And, and he's working in Chicago out of this fucking shitty ass sandwich joint. Um. because his brother, who was a vague drug addict, um, it's assumed it was something really, really hard like heroin or something. Yeah,
0: um,
1: his brother killed himself and left him this restaurant, uh, and it was it was run to run into the ground. Had no fucking money. Was deeply in debt to the mob. Uh, so so he's running this fucking restaurant, trying to keep everything together. Um. And it's just about that (laughs) okay Uh, yeah uh, there's a there's eight episodes and it focuses on a bunch of different characters throughout it like not just him but also uh the this character named sydney she she like comes she admires him as a chef a lot so she goes over there to work and like just works for free for a few days before he finally hires her um there's a there's a pastry chef in there who's like really good at making cakes and for a while he gets distracted by making donuts and it really fucks them up because w- in one episode they have like like 800 orders come in all at once and he's got no fucking cakes for them. Yeah, it's it, for for anybody who'd watched I would say there's there's an episode that is 20 minutes long because Hulu can do whatever it wants to with these. It, it's 20 <laughs> minutes long. It takes place pretty much only inside of the restaurant, and it feels like three minutes because it is just such chaos and everything is happening all at once, and people are just screaming each other at, at each other, and a dude gets stabbed, and that's not even the worst thing that happens. <laughs> And then the episode is over, and you're like, how was that 20 minutes?
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. It's a good show. Okay. I got Paramount Plus, finally. Why? Uh, So that I could watch Star Trek Picard, and Star Trek Discovery, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and Star Trek uh, Lower Decks, and...
1: It sounds like the only reason to get Paramount Plus is Star Trek.
0: Yes. (laughs) yeah or if you want to watch ncis but uh, why maybe eventually what are
1: they on their 52nd season (laughs) uh god my mom was watching ncis when i was a child yeah when i was a little baby boy (laughs) i mean i was not a baby but I was definitely, like, single digits when NCIS started. Season 19 ended recently. I'm 28. <laughs> so if we assume a season a year...
0: Yeah, that's a fair assumption, so nine.
1: It, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, but all of the Star Treks are fantastic. Like, they're, they're extraordinarily high-quality production value and uh they're just really good um there are choices that I wouldn't have done like they decided to redesign the klingons in discovery um and then they backpedaled from that in season 2 uh <laughs>
1: and nobody liked it no it's no. like when it's like when doctor who did the uh, the colorful daleks yeah Nobody, nobody <laughs> likes that. Don't don't do that. And, and then and then they quietly just never brought most of them back again. Yeah. Um. God, the pink Daleks. Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> and the yellow Daleks. Good old Crayola Daleks. <laughs> That's what we used to call them. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, they they did that and that was weird. And because of that, I had I had seen the first episode of Discovery through like they did a free first episode of Discovery when it came out, so that people would get hooked and want to watch Paramount Plus. Um, and I watched it and was like, yeah, no, I I can pa- skip on this, <laughs> but I had to come back because Strange New Worlds starts right after discovery season two and it has some of the same cast members in it and so i was like well i guess i need to get to season two or get through season two and then i can just you know screw it and and watch strange new worlds because that's a return to traditional star trek it's episodic what the fuck the original series and next generation are you looking at a klingon i am looking at a klingon yeah i have i have why do opinions. they not have
1: hair and they have like their heads go so far back yeah and like the wrinkles go all across the head like yeah it's not just the forehead and the nose anymore in fact it's not really the nose anymore the the nose is smooth Yep. And also, like, really fucking wide.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're... I mean, Worf's nose was always widened just a little bit, but, like, yes. A little they bit. Are, they are, like, three <laughs> inches across. Like, like, yeah. like, some of their noses are larger than their mouths. And, <laughs> yes, and I'm looking a at problem. a dude whose
1: nose is as wide as his mouth. <laughs> Probably Tukuvma. who knows
0: they use the language all throughout like it there is probably more klingon language in two seasons of discovery than there are in the entirety of the rest of the universe
1: and then this dude is blue
0: i mean it's probably lighting there's a lot of blue lighting
1: no he is blue Send me a picture. The, the stuff around him is not blue, but he is blue. Copy image. So anyways, uh, really
0: enjoying it. I I got through the first part of, of Discovery and then the characters just caught me and I just kept enjoying it and it was fantastic. And then I got through season two and was like, well, we'll watch. No, he's black. He's, he's like black black like ivory yeah
1: yeah okay yeah he looks more like a navy blue to me but
0: uh this is a different picture of him in different lighting so
1: oh, okay yeah
0: it's it's just it's the just lighting. the
1: shit around him isn't blue
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's um, weird it's they've somehow illuminated him in blue and nothing else <laughs>
0: All right, so, yep, that's all I'm going to say about that, so we can move on. All right. Uh, Fortunately, uh, we have a lot, well, I guess, unfortunately, we have a lot to talk about regarding anime, and there's a lot of game facts. Do we? But fortunately, uh, it's keeping accountable this week, so that'll be real quick. (laughs) Uh, I imagine you beat the game this week no 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 why would i do okay. that i was gonna make you do it <laughs> all right <laughs> um so where are we? so where do we want to start anime yeah that's right yeah getting lost in my own head uh, so you didn't finish rising of
1: shield hero no where did you stop like episode three okay uh in fact, no. Episode two. I didn't even watch episode three. Well, I'm bad.
0: you know how we're talking about how there's no way that this could capture what we got in season one because, like, he's settled, he's set in where he is, and like, there's, right? There's no justice boner or anything. Uh huh. They did it. They fucking did it.
1: <laughs> how? i heard that he spent half of the season fighting a big turtle
0: no like there were like four or five episodes the first four or five episodes he fights a giant turtle and then at the end of that uh the new ally he got gets killed all of the other heroes get captured and like carbonite basically and have who all of their killed? energy sucked out of them the the new ally i can't spoil it if you would decide to go back and watch new ally got gets killed that all of the uh, team has managed to bond with at this point um the okay uh, not the
1: green-haired girl no no
0: not green-haired girl
1: okay then i know who you're talking about
0: okay um the all the other heroes get captured and the big bad who's controlling the turtle to destroy the world um, goes and leaves back to his own planet because he didn't come from this world. He came from a different world. Uh, and there's like a multiverse sort of thing. But
1: Right, we knew that already from the uh, the yeah. end of the last season.
0: And so he has to follow them so that they don't, like destroy his planet by using all the power from it because there's like a tether now uh and he wakes up on the other side in jail with only the green hair girl and both his other um the other characters are gone they they have completely disappeared and he's at level 1
1: And what?
0: they successfully reset him without making it weird. And there's like evil stuff happening to the um, the Philol and um, the raccoon, whatever Rap- she is.
1: Yeah, Ra- no, not Reptalia.
0: Yeah, Reptalia and Philo. Uh, there's, like, bad things happening to them, and, you know, he manages to save them each, and then thing- other shit happens, and then, um, uh, they're almost put in jail again, and one of them gets taken away from him after she finds them, and like, it became exactly as good as the first season. I don't know why they didn't just jump into it sooner, but... I, I guess they needed more build up to make you care about a character so that they
1: could kill them. Um, well, and it, it's weird because apparently they they skipped like a whole like training arc and shit, which is why I was so confused why that green haired girl was there to begin with.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: They they in, they introduce her in an arc that the anime just didn't cover.
0: Yeah, that was not <laughs> the greatest plan. <laughs>
1: but. Uh, honestly, because it, it starts and she, there's just this annoying fucking character who wears a penguin suit. It's and a philo like, suit. Can you go away?
0: She she wears a filoleal suit. So whatever. It's it's <laughs> I yeah I don't I don't know. It doesn't uh, matter. <clears throat>
1: it it doesn't. She wears dumb costumes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah I did not think it was gonna be good. Uh then like four or five episodes in I was like holy shit they did it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, this, it it was a, it was enough of a twist to make me watch the rest of it. Sort of like how Trapped in a Dating Sim
1: worked. Speaking of. Okay. Trapped in a Dating Sim. Wow. It's a, that was a show. It was. (laughs) Yep. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it when all is said and done yeah uh it's definitely still ended better than it started because the first episode is by far the worst episode uh yeah no
0: it it i i mean if you had not watched another episode and told me that i needed to watch it i would have just kept going on with my life and never known However, it became a
1: really good show. At least in the middle part. Yeah. Uh, I I got whiplash at the end because it felt like it just ran through, like, three different plots in, like, two episodes. <laughs> two, in two or three episodes, it went through what felt like should have been, like, two or three light novels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> it went through a lot. <laughs> yeah, it did. But honestly I, it, I think they did that for the potential of like a second season so that they could start in the school again instead of having to start like in a weird place. Yeah, and I mean
0: it's it's been a few weeks. We we really should have streamed or done this last week, but we you know, we couldn't. Um Uh, and because of that i don't remember a lot of things correct me if i'm wrong but didn't they just finish year one yes so so yeah that it's a good point in that sense of the the freshman year is over we'll come back in the sophomore year and and it it does really seem like they're setting up for more of it although i haven't
1: heard any news Right. Who knows if it will get a second season? Yeah. But they've set it up so that if they do, then they can start in like a familiar place. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I do think they would have had to start. I think if they had like paced it properly, they would have had to start a, a second season with the uh, the other kingdom invading.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: And that, and that would have left us with the weird whiplash. That fucking Rising of the Shield Heroes second season did. Yeah. Where it's just like, why are we dealing with the big turtle now? Uh, what, like, what? Who, who is this new character? What are we doing? What happened? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that was the proper choice. It just left for a kind of weird ending where they run through... Uh, they introduce uh, two new villains the uh, the princess of the other kingdom and the dumbass general and no, three really because they, they he uh, he also fought the like most powerful knight of the other kingdom the black knight yeah and and then one and and like and then one
0: and, and within and like 10 minutes <laughs> that's <laughs> supposedly like the strongest unit in the game
1: yeah and so now what it's like Boo just showed up on the field and you trounced him yeah (laughs) so so what now
0: i um i i'm i'm a little worried because like i i guess it's got a proper ending it just it feels like there's so much more to say in that world. Like yes, it feels like the world doesn't feel done, and not in a "all right, the the one story's told, let's move on" sort of way, like several of the anime this season did. um But more of like a, a there's just the the story's incomplete. Like sure we we solved the problems that currently exist and you know he's back in the good graces of the two girls that he's uh, gonna marry I, I don't know right I definitely 100 percent yeah. gonna, it's marry gonna be of one of, of the, yeah he's um, gonna do a mormon yeah uh, <laughs> if, if, if not more than just the two because this is just the first season um maybe he'll marry his sister <laughs>
1: Um, I doubt it. I mean, it's anime. I don't think it'll go that way. I don't. I, they hate each other too much, though. Well. And it's not in, like, a tsundere kind of way. It's in a I want the other person to, like, drown in a puddle of slime kind of way.
0: I've seen weirder <laughs> shit. But. But, yeah, it's, it's. It's concerning that it hasn't been renewed. Sp- Speaking of concerning that it hasn't been renewed, uh, Tomodachi Game Season 2 hasn't been renewed, and, uh,
1: did, yeah, I, are you caught up? <laughs> okay, so Tomodachi Game, um, it's, it started out weak, my, one of my, one of my complaints wa- was that, like, it has a really interesting premise, it's like Squid Game, but without the threat of death, right? Yeah but the pacing is really bad in the first couple of episodes. They always end in like a really weird place because they don't know how to, how to pace the episode correctly.
0: Yeah. I honestly, the, (laughs) the stopping points for every single one of the games is terrible.
1: (laughs) Right. It's always like a quarter or halfway through an episode. And now we're doing a new thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and then halfway through it jumped into the third game and then that was the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and only two of the main characters are in the third game. Yeah. It's it's just Tenji and uh, fucking I forget his name. He's the main character. What yeah. the fuck is his name? Can't help you here. <laughs> <laughs> But, but regardless, like, it's just those two. And then an entire new cast of, like, five more characters. And that's the rest of the show until the final episode. Uh Uh, (laughs) Uh-huh. And then, and then he beats the third game through bullshit. Uh, what was it? Oh, he made the other guy give up. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. and then, uh, and then, like, somebody fakes the game on them and, like, tortures the shit out of, out of the main character. Mm hmm. Yama something. It's Yama something. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see if I can find it. Katagiri.
1: Yuichi. You, Yuichi. I was totally off base. Yeah,
0: you had a why.
1: <laughs> I had a why. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they tortured the shit out of Yuichi, and then the actual Tomodachi game people show up and and uh, cart away the, the fake ones, and then that's, that's the show. The show mm-hmm. ended. Yep. And like... And the final episode, they did reintroduce the the one girl who, who gives a fuck about her. Uh, but the, the two more interesting characters... Shiho's nowhere to be seen after this, the end of the second game. And Shibe is, like, in jail for the potential murder of his dad. <laughs> well, so it looks
0: like, at least from the end of this uh, season and the start of the next one, that it's going to be doing more of a pairing off people and seeing how they interact with each other. Because like in the beginning, you're right, it's all five of them. And then in the second game, I guess there's a little bit of that where they, they start pairing off, and those pairs change throughout the second game. And then in the third game, it's just the two of them. And then right. in the fake fourth game, uh, it's just two of them, and a different two, and then in this yeah. next one, honestly, it's just a different two, sort of three because
1: there's the um Shihō or yeah. I mean, I-, I understand the purpose of it because, like, the third game is necessary to like realistically build up the trust again mm-hmm. between Yuichi and Tenji. Yeah. Because it was completely broken down post-second game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the fake fourth game um, is also necessary in a different way because it shows that Yuichi is willing to do a lot for his friends um, Mm -hmm. despite his manipulative tactics. He's willing to go through a lot for them. And Mm -hmm. that other fucking girl is not shit she is not anything yeah <laughs> yeah she, she is willing to let him go through what the fuck ever
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see how yuichi and tenji deal with her going forward because it doesn't feel like you can trust her as much as they can they can trust each other yeah She's She's got no backbone. Yeah, and you, absolutely
0: not. You kind of have to have one. All right, let me hit up some of the ones that I have just on my list. Like, um, I'm quitting heroing, uh, which this was one of the high dive ones. Sorry. Uh-huh. Um,
1: yeah. There were three good shows on high dive this season.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm quitting heroing was not what I expected at the end. It got a twist that I I really didn't see coming. Uh,
1: so was it like the banished banished from the heroes party twist, where it suddenly became the the normal fantasy show again?
0: No. Uh, so uh, he he works with the rest of the demon um, commanders, demon generals, and uh, helps each one of them with a problem, and then uh, he's about to become a general himself and he uh reveal who he is and then we got a episode of his backstory and okay it, and it turns out that he's 3,000 years old and that the planet that they're on the world they're in is our world um and around now uh a portal opens up in Tokyo, because of course, and uh, demons come out and start killing people, and they're just so much Wait, stronger what? than humans. They're like, just because they've got magic in their blood, they're just...
1: It, Wait, it, this became a reverse isekai?
0: Yes. Uh, and he, like, like it takes like ten f- like specialist soldiers, modern soldiers, to take down one demon, because of how powerful they are. So they... Uh, they did some science, they combined some things, and they basically created the Demon Heart series of warriors. Um, they were grown, they're, I, I mean, clone's the wrong term, but, uh, they're, they're these grown warriors who have a, um, a infinite fusion cell built into their body that will constantly give them power and each one of them had a different focus and his focus was learning so some of them were like wait so is strong... this like tony
1: stark's arc reactor yes
0: yeah okay i mean like it's inside of them you there's there's no like right. glowing light in the middle of this chest but um basics basically the same functionality yes except like a hundred million times it... stronger okay Um, So each one of the Demon Heart series had their own focus and his was learning. So he was the weakest of all of them, but with the most potential because any attack that doesn't kill him, he learns from. Any skill that he sees, he can pick up. And uh, at this point, 3,000 years later, all of the other Demon Heart series are dead. He is the one hero who's been saving humanity from the demons every single time every several hundred years and because of that he's known by a hundred thousand names because he's the great sage and he's the lone hero and he's because like throughout history he has been the one saving them um but part of that that's built into him that he has to save humanity it's a, a mantra that's been in him since the beginning um and At the end of this, uh, the show, the portal to the demon world starts to close, and they're using all their power to keep it open, but what they need is something infinite with power. And so he tells them that he knows where—their goal is to go get um, uh, the Goblet—no, Philosopher's Stone. He has to go get the Philosopher's Stone, which uh, provides— great wealth and power to all of humanity, and it's a source of energy. And that Uh was the initial power, or initial search for this because the demon world is destroyed, and they need something to rebuild it. So they were going to get that and use that to rebuild the demon world because the human world's fine. Um, And so he says he knows where a second Philosopher's Stone is, and he takes all the generals and the demon king out in the middle of nowhere, And then tells them that uh, the Philosopher's Stone is the engine inside his chest and he needs to be killed so that they can get it. Um, Wait. Yep. (laughs) Because he has lived for 3,000 years with no real control over his life because he uh, is required to help humanity. But for for a long time he's rooted for the other side
1: so this show ends with the main character dying
0: okay so I'll spoil it um, they functionally kill him they, they defeat him in battle it takes all of their skills and a powerful spell that had been created a thousand years prior by a different demon king that never got the chance to use it Um, and it saps away all his power, and he's laying there, uh, with his, his little engine exposed, and he tells them to take it so that he can die and be free of this life and not have to, you know, follow his compulsions anymore to save humanity. Um, and they manage to teach him how to break those compulsions himself. And they let him survive so that... Wait, but don't
1: they need the thing?
0: Well, they would rather do it another way. They don't want to kill him because they're friends, because they've all become friends. Uh, So he survives, and he becomes the next demon lord general, and uh, they start working with humanity. And it was a huge twist that I did not see coming. Like, it, okay. was, it was twist after twist, because it was like, oh, uh, yeah, oh, no, actually, he's a 3,000-year-old modern man. Um, oh, no, actually, he wants to die because of this other thing. Oh, no, actually, he really wants to live. <laughs> huh. But okay. it, was, it was a really good show. Um, All right. And not really good shows, uh, Skeleton Knight in Another World never became good. You w- watched it all the way? Yes, of course I did. Por qué? I I
1: started it. I gotta finish it. <laughs> That's not true. You weren't gonna finish Trapped in a Dating Sim until I told you it was decent.
0: Well, I got gotten more than one episode into Skeleton Knight. I see. Um, So the first episode is really the only episode that has anything weird in it. Uh, the the awful rape scene that had no purpose whatsoever and then right. the next six episodes all started with uh, warning some scenes may be disturbing with absolutely no nothing disturbing in them and then the rest of the season finished and uh, nothing of consequence happened and um this is Shovel Knight tier light novel that they got it from. Like, it's gotta be awful. Because there's nothing good about this show at all. Uh, you mean Invincible Shovel? Y- yeah, that one. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't,
1: don't rag on Yacht Club games. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, no. I won't.
1: <laughs> um, and then... Unfortunate that nothing happened.
0: Yep. Uh, Things that did happen that were good in High Dive. Probably the best High Dive anime. Skeleton Knight and another... or not, uh, the ex- Executioner in <laughs> Her Way of Life. I was looking at the wrong thing. The Executioner in Her Way of Life was fantastic and weird. Okay. Um. Did it also have twists? Uh... Not so much twists as giant plot points. Like so, you know that there's um the the lost
1: ones. People get Yeah, who People get, get isekai'd and then they get fancy powers and then the executioner kills them.
0: Yeah. So there are four of these that weren't killed fast enough, uh, or it was early enough that they didn't know they needed to kill them. And they Used their power enough, the more you use your power, the more the power takes over you and you get subsumed within that. So you lose your sense of self, um, but your power huh. gets stronger. Uh, and it got to a point where they're called human mistakes. And they are all extinction level events that still exist. Like, there's you They're one- just
1: hanging around somewhere in the world. Yes.
0: They. Well a lot of them have been defeated or captured in such a way that they can't come back. But what they have done persists and can't be stopped. It's like, there's one area just called white because everything there is white because the person was the, um, they had the concept of void. I think it was, or nothing or And and so anything that touches it becomes nothing.
1: Lost all of its qualities. Yes.
0: Um, There's another one that's an entire continent that is uh, salt. The entire continent is salt because uh, they had the concept of salt. I I don't know. Uh, There's a sword. (laughs) There's a sword that anything that it touches becomes salt. Um, okay there's uh, I don't remember the third one but the fourth one was the concept of chaos um and oh it um, it was what brought monsters into the world and chaos was captured in a the pandemonium is, is her you know name. in
1: ancient Greece the concept of chaos and void would have been the same thing it's true.
0: good old entropy Um, uh, and she in this show is trapped in a giant wall of fog it keeps her in there but because of the repeated reuse of the time skill by the um, Akari the secondary main character who the, the lost one who has the concept of time She managed Uh to find a way to escape. And so they actually get to fight against one of the human errors and win. But, like, it's just a matter of time before she breaks back out. I mean, like, thousands of years of time, but still. Um,
1: It's one of those inevitability things.
0: Yeah. Um, And we find out that Akari is actually... uh, There's two Akaris. There's the... Akari that is currently conscious and only remembers waking up since, you know, being uh, transported to the other world. Um, uh uh-huh. and, and she remembers her time before and, and she remembers that. And then there's the other Akari who has reversed time hundreds of time to try and do it right. Uh and who keeps destroying her memories each time it happens, but she's like still in there somehow and she can take control occasionally, but she like goes between these selves and, uh, the other main character doesn't know that there's a second one. And, um, so she's, like all of these events have happened hundreds of times before because Akari wants a certain thing to happen, and uh, and it hasn't happened yet, so she keeps trying from the beginning, and <laughs> she has used it's her like power a eight. lot. Yeah. Uh, so it is really really good show. Really okay. interesting. Um, and Dawn of the Witch exists, and I haven't seen the last episode, but it's it can't be that great. It's it's an okay show. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. There's just nothing good with it either. So it's
1: it's one of those that exists. Yeah, yeah. That's all I need. to I talk about. I dropped it after the first arc ended.
0: Yeah, that's that's yeah. all I need to talk about about my. Ones that were only me. You want to talk about some of your only you ones?
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, so I haven't finished Heroines Run the Show. And I probably won't because I can see where the show is going. Okay. Um, and it has nothing to do with the romance aspect. So what happened is uh, the main character, she's the manager in training for this duo idol group. And she's also... In the same class as them, right? Uh-huh. And somebody took a whole bunch of pictures of them together and spread them around the school. And then now it's become like a national fucking story about, oh, whose girlfriend is this? You know, dumb fucking gossip bullshit. Uh, and it's pretty clear that the person who took all those pictures is her friend. Uh, she has two friends. She has like a uh, a delinquent-esque kind of friend and then like a, a book nerd kind of friend. And it's pretty clear that it's the book nerd who took yes. all the pictures and spread them around. Uh, and I know the main character... And so I know that it's going to be like, oh, you know, I forgive you, it's fine, we can still be friends, and I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's a that's a friendship ruiner. That's a friendship ruiner. You know? Yeah. That's a that you guys haven't even known each other a year. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna keep being friends with you. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's And I know I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know it. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you, you know these shows are for kids, really, and you're trying to teach them the, uh, the 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 virtue of forgiveness. But some things, some things you don't forgive. And one of them is plastering your fucking face and uh, uh, around the whole school and making everybody your fucking enemy. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you don't. Yep. So, I'm I'm probably not going to watch the last like two or three episodes that I haven't seen cuz I don't want to deal with that. That's completely fair. <laughs> <laughs> um I have two sports anime that are going to continue into the next season. Um I think they're like the only shows that we've watched this season that are going to be continuing into the next uh but ao ashi is the sports show yeah the the uh, sports (laughs) soccer show um yeah you were right and both um so uh they finally did a soccer game um what yeah (laughs) the most of this first season has actually just been like him at the uh, him training and learning new shit about soccer some really really basic shit that he just never had the opportunity to learn because he was in a backwoods school that had no fucking real coach or anything yeah so like he just learned the concept of the triangle in soccer that, that's the level he's at. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But but once he once he realized what he was not getting, he got it really quickly and it incorporated it like inside the same game. So. Uh. That's what cool. I'm. What I'm looking forward to is the. The main coach character, so he, he, they just played a second game, and he did really well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got this special talent where, like, he can see pretty much the entire field from wherever he is. He knows where everybody is. Um, and... He, he was just told by the main coach character, the one who got him into this club in the first place, he, mm-hmm. the, the one who was like, if you come here, I can teach you how to play great soccer. Yeah. Um, a- Ashito is a frontliner.
0: Okay.
1: He's obsessed with scoring. He keeps calling himself the 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 reincarnation of, like, Cristiano Ronaldo and shit, <laughs> oh, even though he's still alive. <laughs> Yeah, it's always people who are still alive.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but the main coach character just told him, "I want you to be a defender." Okay. Yeah that that's where the la- the latest episode just just ended. Is they he told them uh, your talents are better suited for a defender. You're never going to be like a great frontliner and he give he tells them, like you don't have the explosive power within like like 10 meters of a sprint um you don't have like like this and that like natural abilities you're just never going to be able to be like like on the world stage as yeah. a front li- uh, as a frontliner mm-hmm. and you're better suited to a defender yeah and then Ashito screamed at him and then walked away like fucking dejected
0: and that was the end of the episode. <laughs> is that going to follow up immediately next season?
1: Uh, like, does it? continue uh, I mean, the I, next
0: season or is there a second core?
1: But like, they just this episode started with a new opening, so okay, the, so it's second it's core. just continuing, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, and that birdie wing hasn't had a new opening yet but I'm positive that it's not about to end because they're in the middle of a tournament and it's episode 13. Huh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. seems like it. So I don't think it's about to end. But it Uh, doesn't say
0: that it's continuing. It's not one of the leftovers for the
1: next season. Huh. So... I mean, maybe it'll have one more episode and that'll finish... But there's so many characters in the opening that haven't been introduced that I'm just... It has to be continuing. Thirteen.
0: Thirteen episodes. Finished airing. Huh. That
1: would be weird. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Unless unless there's a second season that is called something different.
1: (laughs) But... Uh, I mean, I'm going to open up Crunchyroll real quick while I'm talking about this but basically what's uh, they're in the middle of a doubles tournament which is like uh, so the main character has teamed up yeah that was just episode 13 and that was the middle of the tournament Uh, unfortunate (laughs) uh, so the, the two main characters have teamed up and they're playing a doubles tournament and what that means is like the main character Eve will tee off and then the, the, uh, uh, Owie will then follow up and then they'll switch off back and forth like that throughout, the, uh, throughout okay. the game. It's, it's some weird fucking bullshit tournament that, uh, Owie's mom has set up in order to, uh, turn her into like a professional golfer. Okay. Uh, because she can do that since she owns like, like a mega corporation uh and and they're setting it up so that there's like two other teams that are doing slightly better than they are um and obviously they're going to kick their ass yeah. because unlike in al-Ashi in birdie wing the uh, these two girls just are the best mm-hmm. they just they simply are and <laughs> I doubt they'll be losing a game anytime soon uh. I would say if they do lose one it should be this one i think this would be the prime opportunity to have them lose a game and that would teach the two of them something i don't know what it would teach them but it would teach them something i mean i do know what it would teach eve eve takes a lot of fucking unnecessary risks She'll be like five up in a game and she'll be like, okay, but if, if I fucking t- hit it over the bunker, then I can get onto the green in one, one hit. And it's like, okay, but you have to make it over the bunker and then she'll land in the bunker. So it's going to teach her like, like strategic risk taking. Like you don't have to be risky every single time. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it would teach Owie uh but (laughs) but if you're into golf and anime this is a good show yeah sure (laughs) Uh, and also rad outfits because eve was wearing just the fucking coolest outfit uh the the episode before last nice i i cannot describe it because there was so much going on but it was cool as shit
0: <laughs> alright so you haven't talked about Dance 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 or, or did you talk about Aharon San? not yet Okay, I didn't think so but I didn't want to be like and you didn't talk about this and then you'd be like no, oh, you just ignored me
1: but we can talk about a couple of both shows right now
0: okay uh, did you finish Damon? Recipe for Happiness? Uh, I think I did it was just a cute show. I It
1: was just a fucking cute show.
0: Don't know that it's gonna continue, although the last episode kind like the, the last bit of it uh really seemed like there might be a thing. But yeah. I uh,
1: I mean, we I mean, if it continues, I'm not against that. Yeah.
0: I mean, they'll they'll have it to was... figure out a new uh, holiday for every season because they've done all of the the obvious
1: ones. <laughs> <laughs> they really they really packed the the holidays into that first season.
0: I mean, yeah, that's every single episode
1: was a holiday. It was like Christmas, Valentine's Day, yeah. New Year's. But. like like it, it it was
0: i mean the the last four were were really back to back uh christmas new year's uh valentine's day there was something after that like every single month has a holiday and they hit it
1: yep uh I don't. There's just not much to say about it. No, I mean, like, just good. Yeah, it was good. That's that's it. If it continues, I'll keep watching it. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, on a similar story, Love After World Domination. Uh, has has two things going for it. One, it was just really cute the whole way through.
1: Yeah, like uh, Fudo and and Decimi are the best couple in like all of anime. Correct. Like, like, actually, the best. Yeah. Um and they fought I, a giant baby in the last episode.
0: <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> think that Desmi is the is best girl in anime. That th- no, that that doesn't that doesn't go to her. That goes to uh uh, oh, shit. What's
1: her name? Marin. Kiyokawa. I mean, this season it uh, it goes to Marin. I, I was gonna say this season it goes to Yor.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, best best girl absolutely goes to Mara and Kitagawa in all of anime. That's that's who that is. But, um, but best couple definitely Fudo goes and Decimate. Fudo and Decimate, yeah. Like,
1: hands the way down. they play off each other is so perfect. Yes, uh, and,
0: and, and and there's nothing like it's it's a cute show. Nothing ever happens, uh, and it's perfect because of that. Um, but the thing that's Almost even better than that is the fucking banger of an opening. Damn, it's good.
1: <laughs> God, <laughs> it's so good. It is. It really is just fucking amazing. Uh, like, like the last, the last opening I was, I was pumped to hear the same way was um, banished from the heroes' party. Yeah. In in a completely different way, uh, because that one's just like chill. Yeah. Uh, this one uh, is just hype it is mm -hmm. all hype oh yeah (laughs) and and the one time they had culver and bear do part of it (laughs) yes (laughs) he did the the female part that was great that that was great
0: (laughs) um all right let's go back to your stuff and uh i i finally found it by the way Birdie Wing season two is in january
1: Winter 2023. So they're going to take half a year off in the middle of the tournament. Yes. And then pick up. Just right smack dab (laughs) in the middle of that shit. Right there in the middle of it. Cool. It did not... You're saying it was 13 episodes? Uh Uh-huh. And I just watched episode 13? Like... I swear to fucking God. It did nothing about it. Felt like the end of a fucking season. Absolutely nothing. They weren't even like, "Look, uh, see you again in January." It just ended. Like, I'll see you again next week. <laughs> yep, and uh,
0: I've I've looked at all of the announced um, OVAS and specials and stuff. That there ain't there ain't anything coming out in between. So it really is just cut.
1: <laughs> back in <laughs> back in. Uh, wow that is a choice they made hey <laughs> it's yeah yeah it is but uh okay so uh dance 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 sewer um what a weird show <laughs> so the the main character junpei and the love interest godai got together, like, three or four episodes before the end of the show. Like, they became a couple. And then they're about to go on a date the same day as, like, the ballet class uh, variation recital thing that determines who gets the scholarship for, for the next year. Yeah. Um, and Junpei is like, I'm not going to go. I'm just going to keep going to the the ballet studio that like uh, you know recruited me sought me out and shit like like i'm not gonna betray them and he's going to go tell the other main character dude luo like hey you need to go and do this shit i don't give a shit about how you feel like you're clearly fucking better than anybody there go and do it yeah um but luo's not there It turns out luo took a train out like four fucking hours to see his grandma (laughs) that day for what the fuck ever reason the grandmother who abused him into doing ballet fucking Mm. broke his goddamn body to do it that's gross and he he's trying to impress her with his dancing and she's clearly completely fucking senile (laughs) She thinks he's his mom. Oh. Like she, he, she keeps calling him by his mom's name, mm. and it, it's just the saddest shit. And why are you out there? And then, and, and they chase him down out there. So neither of them is at the fucking recital thing. Uh, and then they get into a fucking big fight. And I, th- I think Junpei and Godai broke up. okay I'm not entirely clear on it (laughs) (laughs) but I get the feeling they broke up okay Uh, because Junpei thinks that that, uh, like she should be with Luo which is weird because they're cousins and like Luo Luo is into her but like they're cousins. Yeah. And Luo is clearly weird for being into her. Like, the mm-hmm. show, the way it, the way it treats Luo, it treats him as weird for being into her. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird that Junpei, as a character, is like, she should be with Luo. hmm But, uh, a- after the, the ballet fight they have on the beach, uh the the godai's mom who's also his ballet instructor tells him like hey you should go you should go and he leaves and he he barely makes it to the fucking recital he's like like drenched in rain and shit mm-hmm. uh and the the ballet instructor is walking out and he drags her back into the room like completely pissing her off in order to do his his variation in front of her, and he's still fucking sopping wet. Uh, his moves are all sloppy because he's fucking tired. Uh, but he impresses her enough that he gets the scholarship. Okay. Yeah. And then that's the show.
0: Yeah. Uh, Eleven episodes. It's. That's
1: where it ended. Yeah, and there's no sequel planned, at least. Like, confirmed or anything. So, for now, that could just be the end. And I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Because I enjoyed my time with the show, but I felt like that ending was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. An ending that wasn't weird was a Haren-san. It went exactly the way that I thought it would. Yeah, uh, I figured. Reyna and Rido are a couple. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they're full-on dating at the end of the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they, just, they they throw a little tea party with a couple of their teachers and their friends. And it's just a feel-good, funny show. Yep, figured that. Yep. It's If you want some laughs, it's a good laugh. Uh, one of the characters... Actually, I will, I will say this. One of the characters who's, like, stalking Reina because she's, like, too shy to be close to her because she clearly has a crush on her. Yeah. Uh, she thinks that Rido didn't reciprocate Reina's feelings after, like, she supposedly confessed to him at the campfire. Uh, but Reina didn't actually confess shit. She uh, he confessed to her, and then she kissed him in okay. response. Yeah, and that shocked him. And and then she ran back inside the tent. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, so th- uh, this character approaches Reyna and is like, "So are you two going out?" And for some reason, Reyna shakes her head. Uh. <laughs> Huh, and that that makes Osh- uh, Oshiro is her name, Oshiro, Oshiro, whatever. Um, that makes her think that uh, that Rido like declined or, or like like denied her feelings or whatever. So she challenges him to a duel while wielding an actual katana and having a bow and an axe strapped to her back and a, a and a headband that says Hell for Rido. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then the actual duel is a game of rever- of reversi. Good. Good.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: Which rider wins? Good. Even though even though it had been well set up that he was actually incredibly bad at reversy, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, won against her despite her saying she's never lost in re- reversi against Reina, a person he cannot beat. Yeah. Which makes me think that Raido might have been losing all of those reversi games on purpose, yep. even when he said he wasn't. Yep. <laughs> it was great. It was a great final episode. If it if it never comes back, I'm fine with it. If it does come back, I will love it. Okay. Yep.
0: And now for the best show of the seasons, Spike's Family. It was fantastic. I can't wait for 13 more episodes in the fall.
1: Oh, it's coming back in fall? It's coming back in the fall. Oh, hell yeah.
0: Yep. So we got God,
1: I want this I want this show to come back every other season for the rest of eternity. <laughs> I have a
0: feeling it's probably gonna end then, but I mean, they—I guess they could go for a second season because this is core two. It's—it's it's just the second half of the first season. Um, it's just the
1: second part. Yeah.
0: Um, but they could probably extend it to another season, but I've like the the realist in me imagines that they won't and is sad because um, this is really fucking good. Um, Like,
1: this, it's really upsetting that we don't have any long-running anime anymore. Yes. Because Spy Family would be a perfect long-running anime. Oh, you know what we have? We have Sword Art Online! (laughs) I don't want it. (laughs) and that doesn't count either i'm talking about shows like one piece yeah bleach and naruto we just don't have shows like that anymore yeah except one piece because it will never (laughs) die yeah (laughs) Uh. in fact i'm pretty sure one piece is supposed to end within the next like five years yes uh, according to oda's own timeline yes and i am 100% 100% positive that as soon as it ends they're going to just start making the show again like from the beginning
0: no no, they they won't they'll call it bone piece or something and, and like <laughs> they'll do the whole story again except it'll be um, uh, Brooke will be Luffy's, the main character Luffy's uh, son that'll do it they'll, no they'll, they're not gonna they, do they'll, it they'll, they'll pull a Boruto and they'll do the exact same show Except...
1: I don't think they're going to do that, mostly because my theory is that Luffy's going to die at the end.
0: Yeah, after fathering a child, who's will then go on no. to... <laughs> uh,
1: I think that as soon as he finds the One Piece, um, he's going to die. Mm-mm.
0: No, no, that's not possible. Then my story of Borto <laughs> doesn't work, so... It has <laughs> to be my way, and you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about Spike's family, except that if you haven't been watching it, you're missing out and you should go back.
1: And also, they introduced uh, Yor's brother, who is a secret police agent who's also in love with his sister. Uh-huh, it's juicy. Um,
0: it's it's super juicy. And
1: he's he the weirdest, funniest character in the show. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh... And we're finally done with anime.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, there's a fuck ton of game facts. Game facts! The game Oh no. the, tea, the Oh, why is this what real. we're talking about?
1: Well, I wanted to finish out the season. God damn it, and my dog's barking too! <laughs> God, shut the fuck up! <laughs> well, you know, she's on her period right now, so she has to fuck? wear this dumbass diaper. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank goodness that my dogs don't have a period.
1: Yeah, she, she started her period in the middle of the vacation while she was in the car. Uh, it was not fun. So is your uh, your dog's not fixed? No. Uh, I've gotten her all of her shots to the point where she can be fixed multiple times. Okay, and I tell I tell Cadence like, hey, you can set up an appointment for her to be fixed, but you have to set it up because I don't have the money to get her fixed. Yeah, <laughs> and then Cadence never sets it up, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be nice if she was fixed, but we we plan around the periods. We know they com- they're coming, so. It, okay. it was just unfortunate that it happened in the middle of the vacation. <laughs> in the middle of
0: vacation, yeah.
1: While in the car, in the middle of Houston, yeah, yeah. Good old Houston. <sighs> Good old Houston. We might be moving there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, that was cl- what we were doing. That's closer in Houston. to Houston. Yeah, by like three full hours. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> not, like moving more. across two states. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. It's closer to four hours. Yeah. yeah. It's like moving from Mississippi to Georgia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Anyway, game facts. E.T. the Extraterrestrial is a 1982 adventure game developed by Howard Scott Warshaw at Atari for the Atari 2600. Yep. Wait. Wait, this one's not food-based.
0: What are you talking about? Just
1: keep going. Okay. God, they're both barking now. I can't do anything about this. Yes, I can. I'm going to... I'll be right back. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. That's a lot of barking. It was so much barking. Okay. Okay. In E.T. the Extraterrestrial, you play as the eponymous character in a field full of pits, going into those pits to get pieces of a phone so he can call a ship, get to it, and go home. E.T. go home.
0: E.T. phone home.
1: (laughs) Another item E.T. can pick up in the pits... are Reese's Pieces. Yes, we know this season is all about snack and fast food tie-ins, but we're not counting this as a real tie-in. No, this... Oh, we're not? No, this doesn't count. that That's bullshit. No. Let's keep going. <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be the last episode of the season, actually? Yes, it is. Well, it would have been had it been last week. No, it's, it still is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when Atari acquired the license to E.T., Steven Spielberg personally asked for Howard Scott Warshaw to be the developer for it due to his prior work on the Raiders of the Lost Ark Atari game. Interestingly, the first ever movie adaptation. But was only given five weeks to make it. Typically an Atari game took six to eight months to make. And also he did it by himself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Uh, But he got to fly to Hawaii and, like see steven spielberg and talk with him and so i mean it's pretty good wow that Uh, is cool i thought it was interesting that raiders of the lost ark is the first ever movie adaptation video game there were no interesting choice yeah
1: none ever done before then so he's he's the reason why we got the happy feet ps2 game yes
0: it's his fault fucking
1: asshole (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. You know, we're adding him to the villains, the great villains.
0: No, hold on, hold on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Howard Scott Warshaw had some modest success at Atari before this, with his first game, Yars Revenge, rating in the high 80s and 90s, even today. He was well set to go big in the company, but after getting fired, alongside practically half the company during the crash, and making some poor investment decisions, he hit rock bottom. After fighting for years against the IRS on back taxes, back when the IRS cared, he decided to take his happiness back and eventually became a licensed therapist in Silicon Valley to help those going through or who had already been through similar garbage.
0: Yeah. Okay. He still does that. Cuz like he went through the whole cycle. I and mean, like he truly hit, hit every part of the cycle of Silicon Valley. He got in with nothing, made it huge, was an idiot and crashed, and then managed to pull himself out of that. Um good on you so like (laughs) if anyone is the perfect therapist for a silicon valley developer or ceo or whatever it's him
1: (laughs) (laughs) he never really got back into gaming after that time programming and directing a couple playstation games but some unreleased Atari games he personally put out there for people to try since Atari had canned them like Saboteur a game which was good enough it might have turned Atari's history around
0: it was it i mean it's largely considered at this point to be the best game Atari never released and uh that's insanity <laughs> like like what's it about can, can you imagine if uh xbox was just like you know we've got this game halo but what <laughs> if what if we actually tried what if we didn't release this until we got the license to like the teenage mutant ninja turtles and then put them in the game instead
1: and what if we made it a happy feed game
0: yeah because functionally <sighs> speaking that's what happened. They made Saboteur. It was considered a fantastic game. And then they uh, put it, they shelved it because uh, they wanted to get a license for a um, TV show, I think it was, and uh, put that over the game.
1: Huh. I... I Just put the game out. You have a game. yeah. Like <laughs> it's already been made in everything. Yeah, I ugh, I don't understand
0: who the fuck came up with this idea.
1: I uh, mean, was, Atari is notorious yeah. for being fucking idiots, yeah. so it could be anybody there.
0: They they decided that they wanted it to be an A-team game. So they put it aside and then had to crash
1: an a-team yes
0: an a-team game like with mr t and
1: right from like the 70s yeah what the fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay Uh, now we get to the part we've all been waiting for on release in december et sold 1.5 million copies and over 2.6 million by the end of the year but almost 700,000 copies were returned the next year, and more than 3 million copies never even got sold. The sheer number of... And that is why, even to this
0: day, buying a copy of E.T. is, uh, pardon the mild pun, uh, dirt cheap, uh, (laughs) (laughs) because there were so many of them released, and nobody wanted them nobody wanted them uh right. I, actually, I personally have two copies of it because i forgot that i had one and i bought it again for like five bucks like
1: <laughs> which is already too much
0: oh yeah for sure i mean <laughs> at, at this point its only value is history they should have
1: handed you five bucks with the game <laughs> <laughs> The sheer number of unsold and returned games was too much for Atari to store. So they took them to the Alamogordo, New Mexico landfill and crushed and buried them under concrete. This was long considered to be a legend, but has since been proven <laughs> quite true. That was what, like four years ago? Yeah. Four or five years ago, they pulled them out of the landfill?
0: Yeah. Now, a lot of them don't work yeah. because, again,
1: crushed and buried crushed under concrete. They were crushed and buried. <laughs> but... It was definitely them. But some of them do. Like you can some yeah. of the ones in circulation now are the ones that were in that landfill. Yep. Yeah. Atari had been really banking on the success of this game, should have given it more than 5 weeks then. <laughs> and combined with internal mismanagement and terrible decisions regarding its relationship with its distributors, lost consumer confidence. As the face of the industry, consumer confidence crashed across the board for video games, and as the final straw that did it, E.T. the Extraterrestrial became the face of the video game crash of 1983. Yep. You were going to say something?
0: No, no. I mean, I, I, I will argue that it is not E.T. the Extraterrestrial's fault. The The video game oh, no, crash of eighty three is, is not its fault. It is a symptom of... Of the problems that uh, got them there, but, like
1: the crash was already in effect. Yeah, it's just ET was such a big bomb it, that it, it definitely hastened what was happening.
0: Yeah, it probably pushed it forward a year or two, but yeah, it was it was gonna
1: happen, and whew. because games just weren't good back then. No. They weren't, And Atari was not interested in making them good. Except for Saboteur. And as we've
0: right. already talked about, Atari wasn't interested in making They didn't release it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they had a good game and they didn't put it out. That's how uninterested they were in making games good. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, the industry decided that despite the absolute trash name E.T. the Extraterrestrial had with video games at this point, they'd keep making them. Just the next year after releasing their first attempt, Atari released E.T. Phone Home for the Atari 400 and 800, then New Kid Co. Inc. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> I left that in there just to screw with you. <laughs> Got the license in 2001 and released five games across four different platforms using the franchise.
0: Before we get into those, they released it for the Atari 400 and 800. We had the 2600 and the 5200 at this Like, why... Why, why are, you still, are we going
1: backwards? Why are you still releasing things for the 400 and 800? Like what are those like? Like, do they have two pixels between them? Like, come on!
0: I mean, they're they're some of the original eight um, bit uh, uh, home computers. I see.
1: Yeah. I mean, Atari's just stupid. That's yeah, just what it comes it's, down it's, to. It's Atari's. Tr- and if you look at like like they're still technically around today and you can look at the shit they do and it's stupid. They've never been good. They will never be good. They ju- they're fucking more look at Alone look at what they did to Alone in the Dark.
0: The the best thing that uh, Atari has ever done was allow Uh, Steve Jobs and them to actually take their stuff and turn it into the Apple computer. And I don't even like the Apple computer.
1: No, I I hate Apple computers.
0: But but Atari's the reason for Apple. So.
1: I mean, that makes them even more villains in my book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the best thing that they've ever, you know, caused. And it's still bad. You know, Apple and their goddamn planned obsolescence with oh. their fucking iPhones. Yeah, their their intentional fucking slowing down of the older systems and shit. Fuck them. They got rid of the fucking headphone jack. Like, yep. <laughs> that's Atari's fault. Mm-hmm. That is that is indirectly Atari's <laughs> fault that there is a phone without a headphone jack. Yep.
0: Alright, let's go to the New Kid Co. Inc. Uh, 5 games.
1: E.T. the Extraterrestrial for the Game Boy Advance has you searching for parts to the transmitter so E.T. can phone home and get to the spaceship. It sounds exactly the same, but there are no pits in this game. Yep. So so there's even less game than before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> E.T. the Extraterrestrial Escape from planet Earth for the Game Boy Color, has you solving puzzles to build a... phone, so you can call your spaceship, get to it, and leave Earth. Are all these games the same? I mean, I I know the plot of the movie doesn't exactly lend room for a lot of action, but seriously, John, what is happening?
0: I I don't know. Like, and, I mean, honestly, the movie isn't that great to begin with. Why are we still making E.T. the extraterrestrial games? Like, Uh,
1: I don't. I've never seen ET. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. You're not missing anything. <laughs> I've never seen ET. All I know about ET is they ride a bike past the moon. Mm-hmm. That's that's. <laughs>
0: it's it's really not interesting enough to have a video game about. Much less like fucking seven, nine, whatever.
1: Bullshit. ET the extraterrestrial interplanetary mission for the playstation and windows has you picking rare and exotic plant specimens from several planets on your way home from earth finally a unique and interesting setup that still is based on the film
0: sounds boring to me
1: (laughs) e.t the extraterrestrial and the cosmic garden (laughs) what the fuck is this a harry potter movie (laughs) sounds like it (laughs) for the game boy color again has you completing the cosmic garden just like the last game but this time you do it by growing and cross-pollinating plants fun Mm. this should have been called et fucking harvest moon
0: (laughs) yeah but i don't even think it's like that i think you're like doing the like genetic squares like whatever. <laughs> I don't. You're just gene splicing. Yeah. Pun- <laughs> you're, you're doing, you're doing Punnett it squares. It's Punnett it squares of
1: the game. <laughs> mm. Et the extraterrestrial digital companion for the Game Boy Color again is essentially a PDA with a few mini games built into it, like bicycle race or trivia. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Like of all the things like why <laughs> like
0: you're not really going to type on a Game Boy Color like that's the worst po- gosh quick aside Golden Sun fantastic game it is yes it's a great game Golden yeah. Sun 2 another fantastic game but agreed if you want to transfer your save files from the first game to the second game, you've got to type out like a 50 character long uh, save file and I hate it.
1: I think it's fine. It's the worst.
0: (laughs) But yeah, like typing on a Game Boy is awful.
1: You get to... john you type out the 50 character thing and then you get to play golden sun too yeah
0: okay so i, 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 I get that i get that i my i'm setting aside my beef for, of golden sun for a moment to, to go back to the fact that this is a fucking pda
1: you're gonna write a fucking memo in there no not on a game boy color and that's a that's the other thing golden sun is on the game boy advance yeah, the, this is the Game Boy Color. Fuck I mean, that.
0: Let's let's be honest. Uh, typing's gonna be the same in both,
1: but uh, the Game Boy Color fucking D-pad is way worse than the the Game Boy Advance one. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. So move on. <laughs> okay. Then Ubisoft got its dirty, sexual, abusive hands on the license and made E.T. Phone Home Adventure, as well as E.T. The Extraterrestrial, Away From Home, both for Windows, a 3D adventure game, and a board game, respectively. I like that you've, you've started writing in my, my critique of Ubisoft <laughs> I mean, into the game facts. I,
0: I figured I'd keep it succinct as opposed to what you normally do is go off for, like, another, <laughs> another two or three minutes talking about how shitty Ubisoft is. Which, again, deserved, but... <laughs> they <laughs> earned it. <laughs> 3D... why a 3D board plat- game! 3D platform adventure is, is worse, though. Like mm
1: For Windows. Yeah.
0: And, and the board game is like... It It looked like uh, Monopoly to me.
1: Ugh. Yeah. It's, a, it's just E.T. themed Monopoly. Like the, yep. like the Star Wars themed Monopoly we had when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> Except uh, a video game. So you can't play it with other people. So that's awful.
1: I... My school had like an a, uh, one of my schools like elementary schools had like an after school care thing mm-hmm. in the uh, the st- cafeteria and there was like a there there were a bunch of board games and one of them was a Pokemon themed monopoly I mean and that was the coolest shit to me There are
0: there's there's every type of theme of monopoly I mean like I live in Atlanta and there's Atlanta themed monopoly like, Atlanta doesn't have enough going for it to have its own themed Monopoly game, but there is an Atlanta Monopoly. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's fucking KFC Monopoly if you wanted to look for
1: it. <laughs> I I recently came up with the, 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 this is all in my head, but this is like a realistic version of Monopoly. So you know how Monopoly starts everybody off with the same amount of money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not how life works. Nope. So my version of Monopoly would be you roll the dice, right? And then if you land, if you roll 11 or 12, you get to start with twice that amount of money. If you roll, if you, if you roll like one to three, then you get to start with half that amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. If you roll four or 10, right because you can't even roll one what the fuck am i saying if you roll four or ten (laughs) then you start with uh like three quarters of that amount of money and if you roll five six seven eight nine then you get to start with a normal amount of money Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep yeah
0: uh also you should make in rules where uh you can just uh spend money to get out of jail
1: uh. Yes, that would absolutely be a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm taking away the two hundred dollars every time you pass go. Oh yeah, correct. Um, uh, it, it, society doesn't have a universal basic income.
0: Oh, uh, except no, no, you can you can do it depending on how much money you have.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. If, if you're above, if you're above like one and a half times the base amount, if you're above that, then you get the two hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. So, uh, whoever rolls double sixes just automatically gets that every time, but everyone (laughs) else doesn't. Yeah. The rich get richer.
1: Yeah. Uh, besides these, there were a couple less official minigame compilations released using the franchise, but even with all of these awful video games, and one even helping to topple an entire industry... None of them compare to the absolute worst E.T. adaptation. What the fuck just (laughs) happened? Mac and me! This is the second time this season you've done this to me. Oh Oh my god, I see the name Xenu. What is happening?
0: Ah, yes. Um... Yeah, for for those of you that uh, aren't uh, watching the document that we use for this, uh, I just added another six more facts.
1: Oh. Oh, fuck, what did I just do? You're you're right here. Okay. (laughs) In the movie Mac and Me, the ET-like creature Mac befriends a family and enjoys lots of screen time with mcdonald's products (laughs) just like how this week's segment of game facts is also going to feature a lot of airtime with mcdonald's garbage good old mickey d's oh why well you asked for it earlier no i didn't what did i ask for at the top of it you're like oh this doesn't have uh, fast food where is it i thought it was the reese's pieces no no we talked about how that doesn't count uh. <laughs> <laughs> in the movie mac and me the you, nor, et nor light creature that. mac the friends of family you i did already read, this? read that I'm already saying that I already read that. First up, we we have the E-Crew Development Program, or McDonald's Training Game, as it's often called, a Nintendo DS game released in 2010 internally to teach Japanese employees how to cook, serve, delicious. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and perform other required tasks as a training device for new employees. And with the eSmart version released at the same time, retrain old employees too. Is- I watched a video once of somebody who got their hands on this thing. Because yep. it's not, like, widely available. No, no, no And he did, like, a speed run of it.
0: Yeah, there's, like, one copy of it that's not held by McDonald's. And uh, they've put or they've they've saved the rom of it but i don't know that it's available for people to access um yeah there is someone with one of these is this not one of the worst things you've heard of
1: um absolutely it is it's terrible (laughs) yeah i don't want to learn how to do my job on a ds no like come on no no this That's is the worst way to learn how to do a job this is terrible <clears throat> well actually the worst way is on a game gear <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> uh, a neo Geo <laughs> uh, the virtual boy <laughs> Slightly less horrible garbage note The Lost Ring was an ARG by McDonald's for the 2000 Olympic Games in Beijing. 2008
0: Olympic Games.
1: T- oh, sorry. We could probably do an entire podcast on this since it's an ARG, and we don't mean just the Game Facts section, but suffice it to say, it was big, had an unsatisfying ending, and McDonald's didn't really show up in it. Yeah. McDonald's did an ARG, yeah, and then it kept itself for the Olympic secret. Games. Yeah, why?
0: I don't know. Like it. That's makes, so weird. It makes no sense. Nobody played this ARG and then thought about McDonald's. Nobody. I I I don't. It's so stupid. <laughs> Okay. Just across the board. I don't. I don't understand.
1: <sighs> Lastly, hooray! No more video game fast food tie-in games. We get to talk about the definitely li- not licensed in any way McDonald's video game by Paolo Petriccini. McDonald's video game, de some places as Burger Tycoon, is a tycoon business simulation flash game and is classified as an anti-adver game or news game. In McDonald's video game, you take the role of McDonald's CEO, deciding whether to destroy rainforests and grow GMO beef, corrupt officials, and demolish indigenous villages all for profit? Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Do you... Uh, is, is Listen... Is one of the officials you can corrupt Jair Bolsonaro?
0: <laughs> I don't think so, because it was, it came out in 2006, and he wasn't making that many headlines back then.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was in Brazil, but not here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he keeps almost dying. I wish he would do that. like every every couple of months you hear about oh jair bolsonaro got covid and is dying in the hospital again he's shitting out all of his organs yeah we heard
0: a lot about something similar to that uh in the last um presidency as well and that never happened
1: yeah yeah but, I mean, that was, like, one time with Trump, and with Bolsonaro, it really is, like, clockwork. Every few months, he's in the hospital again, hey. almost dead. Hope, <laughs>
0: Hope springs eternal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paulo Peduccini is probably going to be my new best friend on the internet, according to John. Mm-hmm. Uh, making video games based on far-left-wing sociopolitical viewpoints... With a focus on labor, diminishing religious power, and queer theory. Some of their more famous games include Faith Fighter, a street fighter like where you play as Muhammad and Jesus and Buddha and face off in the end against Xenu, or the game John and I played a couple years ago, Democratic Socialism Simulator. We did play that. We did. I that did. was back when we streamed together.
0: Yep, I didn't know that this was uh, connected to that when I started. And then, like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was good. And that was just the facts.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Faith Fighter sounds cool. It does. And it, it looks like a, a fun little game, too. Um, but uh let's let's go on to keeping accountable so that we can end this monster of a uh episode but it has been yeah d- two weeks so right I this guess- is
1: the this is a little treat you can have this one as a treat
0: yeah uh, hopefully you'll cut it down some though uh so I played shipwreck again uh last time you took me through the um the mine uh yes and you got to the boss and then you died too many times and apparently you had gotten like potions or something that were better healing items. And then you used them all.
1: I don't remember that. Okay. That's,
0: that's what you told me. And, uh, I left and came back in and they didn't respawn. Uh, but, uh, see, so you, you left me. Oh no. What, what I was bun-
1: saying is, um, the rocks, the rocks that I was breaking in the mine we're dropping hearts and i i said that maybe if you leave and come back Um, in they'll respawn
0: they'll they'll drop the apples again so you can yeah Yeah. uh so uh they did respawn more importantly uh you didn't finish the dungeon
1: no no i got to the boss there were
0: like three or four rooms you never went in including the room that gives you the heart that makes you
1: have more health I don't know where that could have been. I thought I thoroughly explored the area. It was on a, <laughs> the fucking map. It, it had a,
0: a thing that was like, here's the heart. And you go there, and you open a chest, and you get an extra health point. Um, huh. Higher max health. Uh, so I fiddled around a bit. I, I went back to the village. I bought a bunch of apples. I, I died twice getting through the dungeon because I didn't know exactly which way to go, and... Um, I got to the boss once and kind of half-assed it just to see what it was like, and then on the third try, and first time, or really the first time trying at the boss, beat it, handily, easily. Okay. Yep. Got through that, uh, got, you know, another health up, got my, uh, whatever icon thingy, and then went back and talked, uh, it was, it was storming again, so I had to go back to, the village, and, and he talked to the mayor. Talked to the mayor, and the mayor said that I needed to go to the west, and so I went to the west. Oh, were you
1: finally allowed to go to where the ghost is? Uh, no. Well, yes, yes.
0: I I had to go north, which is where the ghost is, and that's where the mayor was. I talked to him, and he told me to go west to get to the next two dungeons. Um, which was a swamp dungeon and a desert dungeon. And I, I went ahead and beat the swamp dungeon for you. All right. I don't think I beat the desert dungeon for you. (laughs) I think I got... You're not sure? Dude, it's been three weeks. (laughs) 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 Like... Like I, I, did it basically as soon as you gave me the game back, and oh, and I just went ahead and you hit. don't
1: do what I do and put it off until the day before.
0: No, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> so it's been a while. I don't think I did the desert dungeon. Uh, I, all right. I remember doing two dungeons, but uh, that's probably just because I basically had to redo the mine dungeon the cave dungeon and then I did the water one. So Okay. But I think I left you near the desert dungeon.
1: Okay, so you didn't even or, like
0: start it. Probably. No, I don't I don't think so. So Okay. Yeah. Did you get any new tools? Um no, I don't think so. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I did find out and I didn't buy any um so we should probably do that before we either do the next dungeon or fight the final boss. in town you can buy um, arrows and apples and there's of course a limited or a maximum amount you can hold of those right there's also sandwiches which heal you more than apples do and they take up a second slot. So huh. that might be worth picking up. Wait, but there's only two slots. No, but like you've got multiple slots in your inventory. Not not your oh, active okay. inventory. That that way in addition to having the stack of apples, you can have a stack of sandwiches and that's twice as much healing things, especially if the sandwiches heal more.
1: Okay.
0: and that was keeping accountable we'll probably finish it either next time or the time after but that will not be next week
1: nope because next week is season
0: 4
1: it is it's the first
0: episode of season 4 which should have been this week but shit happened yep uh New season, new month, first of the month. Uh, you know what that means.
1: Reading a book. We're reading a book. Reading the light novel. Yep. Reading the the final light novel in Reborn as a Vending Machine.
0: Yep. And I now
1: wander the dungeon.
0: Uh, I've already read it.
1: It's really good. Was it better than the second one? <sighs> I don't know. Cause we were kind of disappointed with the second one.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I I I I, I just don't know. Um, it, it's better than the last ones we've read. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Most things would be. Yep. Uh.
0: So. Now. This next season is going to be a little bit weird because obviously we pick one light novel to read like the f- first three books of or you know after that if we uh, later on um, right but we've already read the first two of these and there's only one more so far fingers crossed um, but
1: because of that it's been five years
0: yeah I know but <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll come back to it Again, Hope Springs Eternal. <laughs> um so we're going to be doing it a little bit different. We're going to be uh polishing off some things we've done in the past. Um so we'll we'll be finishing up some uh series that we've already read most of the books of and uh, then we're going to hit up something early for next season. Season 5. So we'll, we'll probably do four of the same series, uh, end of summer and beginning, or all of autumn, uh, autumn, August? No, idiot. Um, so yeah, uh, that's what we're going to be doing next time. Do we want to play games next week or talk about the news?
1: Uh, I can play games.
0: Well, shit, then you need to pick up, pick a game. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, we we play like uh the mobile games? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I can do that today. Well, we usually announce it.
1: Uh, you're asking me to look on my phone right now
0: and pick a game? <laughs> do you want me to pick a game then? Again?
1: No, For I got, like the last can do four it. weeks. I can do where where I'm here. <laughs> I'm all right. God damn, put me on Star the Star Trek fucking Fleet, Fleet spot Commander. Like <laughs> 2 hours into the podcast I don't want to google play points fuck you <sighs> What's recommended for me
0: mm. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes The Office the video game Nino Cooney, no, Kuni? no. <laughs> Uh What's this? Evertail, which just looks like Pokemans.
1: Load the thing, come on.
0: Evertail looks like Pokemans made an RPG maker. <laughs> uh
1: everything is earnable in game. Roguelike. Nice leveling system. Okay. We're gonna play Arc Hero. Arc Hero, okay. Arc Hero. That's going to be the one. And it's spelled A R C Hero. Okay. Archero? I mean there is a bow on the thing, so it could be Archero, but I think it's Arc Hero.
0: Okay. This is what we're doing next cuz I found it. Um I wanted to send it before it disappeared. Okay. Archero. Yep. All right, cool. So, uh, if you want to play that with us, and if you want to read that with us, uh, you know what to do. Um. Uh, we've hit the end. Uh, finally.
1: We have hit the end.
0: Um, it's gonna probably be right around two minutes once you cut all the shit out of here. Um.
1: I mean, two hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, But uh, thanks for sticking with it through the stuff that Wombat decided wasn't shit. And uh, appreciate you for watching this. It would be a huge help if you would share this with someone who likes video games based off of movies. They're out there. They got to be. Are they? They got to be. They can't be. No, they they gotta be. There is one game movie tie-in that I actually liked. Um, it was a GBA game for Treasure Planet, and it was it was a pretty good game.
1: You know, I think I think I remember the Treasure Planet game, and that one was actually pretty decent. the
0: the GBA game. it was it was it was, it was pretty decent. Uh, the
1: oh, you know what? There was a GBA game of um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Kurt not Kurt uh Dead Man's Chest that one oh oh you know what the
0: GBA game of Lord of the Rings Return of the King was actually pretty good as well um,
1: like you could um you you had ship battles and then when you beat up a ship enough you could like board the ship and steal treasures oh that is pretty good yeah it was really fun yeah
0: It sounds like none of these are like the Game Boy Color Game chicken run, which was dog shit. And with that, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.